run a revolutionary, but you can't run a revolution. King Kong ain't got on me. Your five dollar ass down before I make change. Well, the secret is you got to coordinate. Yeah. Damn! Good morning, my neighbors. Hey, you. Yes, yes. Fuck you too. Either they don't know, don't show, or don't care about what's going on in the hood. We didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed on us. Yo, what's going on? My name's Hartzell, Sean Edwards, across the table. We're watching this, ladies and gentlemen, episode five. Five time five, Sean Edwards. What you doing? Who you on the phone talking to? You moving and shaking? Man, nah, man. Just looking at these NBA playoff highlights, man. I'm all about the NBA, man. man I'm we got, loving it. We got I'm the new it. stars. This is the new wave of the yeah, NBA, new Sean generation, Edwards. New generation plus a bunch of injuries. I don't know how I feel, man. Everybody's going down. My man Trey Young was killing it. He went down. Giannis was killing it. He went down. Everybody's going down, man. They're tired, man. We put him back to Booker work too got quick. his nose broke. Like, man, it's, it's crazy out here. I'm going Phoenix Sun. Suns for the win. Suns, huh? Okay. Yeah, they, Phoenix Suns, first ever championship. We got a lot of first-timers potentially, man. That's what I'm saying. Thinking about this in COVID, Sean, all we kept saying was, oh, I want to turn on TV and get sports back to normal. Like, look at all these injuries now, man. Maybe we pushed them a little bit too far. I mean, I get they're getting paid for it, but, like, now their money's on the line. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just it's sports, man. Things happen, man. It, it, it's hard to determine whether or not it's due to the pandemic, it's due to rushing them back, it's due to this season being so close to the bubble season. I don't know. I'm just having a great time enjoying it's NBA been nice, basketball. You it's know? been nice. When we get an NBA to KC? Never. 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 I mean, once the once Seattle went to Oklahoma, that was it. That was a wrap. It's not happening. That was a wrap. It's a small town, man. Hey, it's a small town, but we do things big on this show. This is Watch This, where we take a look at the week that was in pop culture through the lens of streaming, what you're watching, what you're listening yep. to. Sean, how was the movie going? Meet the Blacks 2? Oh, it's doing well, man. It's I'm making money. Back in this money. new normal, you got your, you got your yeah, flick out? Yeah, yeah. It's staying in the top 10. That's always good. Um, You can watch it at home soon, July 9th, VOD. Hey, that's breaking some August news. August 10th, DVD. Breaking little news on yeah, Watch This. Yeah, just got the cover, man. We got the cover art. Looks good, man. Nice. And then also working on that Celebration of Black Cinema. We got some cool things we're going to carve out on that one. And we're so. going to have some exclusive audio yeah. from, for you from that Celebration oh, of Black big, Cinema. Man. Tell these folks some of the names you've had in the past. Oh, man. Everybody, man. Eddie Murphy got the Lifetime Achievement Award a couple years ago. He did an acceptance speech that got me so hungry for him to go back to stand-up. Yeah. Like, he was like he was like mad funny. Like, my man Delroy Lindo got it. Man, we've had Don Cheadle in the house, Nia Long in the house. The celebration of black cinema is big in the game. January 2022. Big in the game and important for the game. It is, it is. Yeah, I can't wait, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be big, man. So we're working on that right now. And uh like I said, meet the blacks too. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It's funny. We need some laughter right now. Absolutely. No other comedies are really out there right now. You just took my question from me. I was gonna ask you, Sean, what are we supposed to be laughing at right now, man? Because yeah. I ain't seen nothing funny. Meet the blacks. Meet the blacks, baby. Meet the blacks too. Yeah, there's no other comedies like at the movie theaters. There's really nothing funny on the streamers, skipping through on Netflix, skipping through on Amazon Prime. You know, this would have been like the off season, right? Movies take over the summer, TVs 100%. take a break, right? 100%. Is that still is that still a thing? Nah, man, this year round, man. Man, Netflix has a new movie coming out every week. You know, the biggest movie this week is on Amazon Prime, The Tomorrow War with Chris Pratt. Which we will have right. reviewed on this show. That's crazy, man. 2021 is so crazy. The biggest movie of the week in the middle of summer is on a streamer. The game 
has changed. If you're not adapting to the new game, God bless you. Well, guess what? We got you covered, right? We got you covered. Sean's going to ease you into this new normal. I'm going to hit a couple buttons. Sean's going to guide you. If you're not already watching, what's up? <laughs> That's why we're here talking. Watch with us. Watch with us. Tomorrow War. I'm going to break it down a little bit later. Let's do some news in the queue. Let's do yeah? it. What's up? Bill Cosby is out of prison. Today, the Pennsylvania Supreme Court overturned his 2018 sexual assault conviction for drugging and assaulting Andrea Constand at his home in 2004. Andrea Constand is speaking out after Bill Cosby's release from prison and his sexual assault conviction being overturned. In a joint statement with her attorneys, Constand didn't hold back about the dangerous repercussions she believes this could have. The statement read, in part, today's majority decision regarding Bill Cosby is not only disappointing, but of concern, and that it may discourage those who seek justice for sexual assault in the criminal justice system from reporting or participating in the prosecution of the assailant, or may force a victim to choose between filing either a criminal or civil action. According to documents obtained by ET on Wednesday, because of an agreement Cosby had with a previous prosecutor, the Pennsylvania court found that he couldn't be charged in this case. In addition, it was also ruled that Cosby's case cannot be prosecuted again in the future. Oh my God, Sean, is breaking news. You see this? Look at your phone real quick. Oh, wow. So, wow. there's breaking news on Watch This. Bill Cosby to be released after sexual assault conviction overturned by Pennsylvania Supreme Court. Wow, Bill Cosby out of prison. So, wow. I guess what do we do now? Having known what we know, what do we do with this news, Sean? I'm not going to celebrate, but he out. I'm just going to keep my mouth closed. It's 2021. I pride myself and not have been canceled thus far. Hashtag me too forever. This is huge news, Sean. That's huge. How old is he? 80 what? 80? 80. Sean, he's 83. The court said that a prosecutor's decision not to charge Cosby opened the door for him to speak freely in a lawsuit against him, and that testimony was key in his conviction years later. So what they're saying is because that guy said, yeah, under arrest, he said things that maybe would have incriminated him, and they're saying, you can't do that. And because of that, Cosby's This is a huge story. It's a huge story. It's a big story. Whew. Wow, where does this rank in 2021? It's up there. Bill Cosby out of prison. Cardi B pregnant. What a time to be alive. Overnight, a major setback for Britney Spears, a judge denying her request to remove her father from his role as conservator, signing an order that keeps Jamie Spears in control of his daughter's finances. The court filing stating that Britney is unable to manage his or her financial resources or to resist fraud or undue influence. The decision coming after the superstar's explosive testimony last week, calling the conservatorships abusive and traumatizing. In new legal filings, Jamie Spears insists he had nothing to do with his daughter's poor treatment and is demanding an investigation into her concerns. Since her very public breakdown in 2008, the pop superstar has been under a court-sanctioned conservatorship that has given her father and others power over her personal and financial affairs. Yo, I mean, this is something else, brother. And like, as someone who grew up in like that like boy band pop phase, I was born in 91, I'm 29. So like that was right in my era yeah. when Britney had what we thought was a meltdown. We made that the news, not about her her it was more about the spectacle and now we find out all this man like we owe her an apology yeah. also like man what is this yeah for a brief moment in time britney spears 
was probably the most famous person on the planet. Right. Yeah. She was arguably the most famous person on the planet. And everything she did made news. If she sneezed, it made news. If she dropped a new single, it made news. If she drove down the street the wrong way, it made news. If she brought her dog into the hotel, right. it made news. She got a haircut. It made news. It no, news. I mean, she you was know? literally the biggest star on the planet. And to hear all the stuff that she's going through now, I'm just going to say it. It's bullshit. If I'm making the money with my talent, I should get to do whatever, however, whatever I want to do with my money. That whole conservative ship, I don't get it. In my dictionary, it stands for bullshit. <laughs> Absolutely. And all family yeah. ain't family, man. That's the thing, man. That's the sad thing about this, man. All family ain't family. Tabloid, pop culture, everything, and then got the internet. And like, man, we really ran that girl down. I feel terrible. We got legislators talking about this story now. Like, yeah, we might I mean, get, we might get Britney's law passed. You know, like that might yeah, be a yeah, thing. But this whole conservativeship thing, man, they got to get this figured out. Mm -hmm. It's not fair. It's not cool. And, you know, I'm down with Britney. You know what? She may be a little crazy. I mean, I've hung out with Britney. She's also fun. But like I keep saying, she she earned the money. Yeah. None of these people would have a dime if it wasn't for her and her talent. So, you know, to lock her out of what she created and what she earned, come on, y'all. Hashtag it free Britney. That ain't right. It's not right. It's not right. It's not cool. You know, if she's not fit to handle the money, that's on her. The money doesn't exist without her talent. Dad ain't out here singing and dancing. The dad ain't out here wearing, like, you know, school uniforms with the skirt hiked up. I don't want to see Pops in that red I do not want to see outfit. him holding no snake. Sean Edwards, you catch the BET Awards last Sunday? Of course. What'd you think? The BET Awards is the best award show right now, and it ain't even close. Yet. The BET Awards were the first award show that really felt like a real award show again. Shout out to Jesse Collins, who yeah. produced the show, everybody at BET, and oh, Cardi, who gave us even more than we were expecting. All these verses that I all these things that I don't Cardi B stunned the crowd in a bedazzled, belly-bearing Dolce & Gabbana onesie. Fans couldn't help but compare it to this iconic Beyonce moment from the VMAs in 2011. Cardi performed with Husband Offset and his group, Migos. What will we see tonight? Uh, the most electrifying show on earth. Is Cardi getting a check as the fourth Migos because she's doing all those videos? You know, my baby a boss herself, you know what I'm saying? Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack, known as Silk Sonic, performed up close to vaccinated fans. BET's president told me the show required an incredible amount of planning and teamwork. We're the first kind of post-COVID show, live show. We have more performances this year than in any of the 21 years of the show. The show closed with a powerhouse tribute to the legendary rapper DMX, who passed away in April. Busta Rhymes, Method Man, Swizz Beats, and members of the Rough Riders crew all took to the stage. I said I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up. The Wire's Emmy-nominated actor Michael K. Williams joined for Slippin'. He was so spot on, he became a fan favorite to play DMX in a potential biopic. Unapologetically black, it's unapologetically targeted toward their demo. They know what their viewers like. 
They know what their viewers love. They know what their viewers want. And the stars respect the show. So all the A-list current stars show up. It's a party. It's like, it's a con. Like the awards don't even really matter. But when they do hand out the awards, they sort of like get it right on that level too. Yeah. Look, the BET Awards is a hundred times cooler than the Oscars. It's a hundred times cooler than the Tonys. If the BET Awards gonna give some advice for free, which they shouldn't, but if they did, what would they give advice to for like the Oscars or the Golden Globes? Learn how to connect with the culture and actually present a show that contains elements and content of the things that people actually watch. That's why the Oscars suck. None of those movies they nominate, the bulk of the population doesn't care about. That's why the BET Awards work. They care about Megan Thee Stallion. They care about Queen Latifah being a Lifetime Achievement recipient. They care about Little Baby. They care about the Baby. They care about all these people. Right. And they want to see them. And they want to hear them. And they want to celebrate, wanna celebrate them. them. The Oscars doesn't have that because everything that the Oscars throws up on the board, we don't care. I don't care about Nomadland. I don't care about any of that. The BET Awards is dope. And the production value was astounding. It was trending in the top 10. Nine out of the top 10 categories trending that night were related to the BET Awards. Sean Edwards, you can talk about this in like many different layers as a critic, as a black man, as a historian. This is the 30th anniversary of Boys in the Hood, my friend. Wow. Either they don't know, don't show, or don't care about what's going on in the hood. Boys in the Hood returns for its 30th anniversary to select cinemas for a limited engagement. It was a sun. Rick and I were kicking it up on Crenshaw. We're doing exactly what they want you to do. You have to think, young brother, about your future. I want to do something with my life, all right? I want to be somebody. Own it now on Blu-ray and digital and get your advanced tickets today. It's actually the gateway for a lot of people, that intersection of hip-hop and movies. Um, directed by John Singleton, rest in peace. My God, that was my man. Mm -hmm. Dude was a genius. I mean, he was basically straight out of college. He actually wrote the screenplay while in college at the University of Southern California, oh, wow. the number one filmmaking school in the world. He was like this wonder kid. He got a deal to make this movie, which he was basically retelling what he went through growing up. He called it Boys in the Hood, which was an homage to the NWA song, Boys in the Hood with attitude like that's one of the greatest titles ever it's perfect, perfect. He wrote the screenplay convinced the studio to let him direct it he went on to get nominated for best director youngest ever person nominated for best director for boys in the hood just like that's an amazing feat and um the thing that was really cool about the movie is the first time you really saw that whole that slice of life that change that we all experienced in the late 80s where we went from living life one way and then crack being dumped into the community and then we live in life another way he captured that he captured the gang culture we got a black coming of age story it's Sean. a black coming of like age what? story and then he convinced ice Man. cube who was a part of nwa to star in a movie you gotta remember this is 1991 this was a time where we really weren't used to seeing rappers in major motion pictures and ice cube absolutely positively killed it as doughboy oh. i mean it's just one of those amazing movies it was the introduction of morris chestnut cuba gooding jr was in the movie his parents were played by Lawrence fishburne and angela bassett I black mean, like, excellence legends. baby Ooh. legends like okay. this this is a yeah. legendary movie but like I said, it was that intersection of 
hip-hop and cinema and it, it it opened the door for more filmmakers to tell stories about the hood because you had really never seen anything quite like that you almost had to go all the way back to 1975 and Cooley High mm, where you kind of saw like this coming to age story out of the hood that dealt with this friendship between guys and a, a story that dealt with how they live their lives. Ironically, both stories sort of like end tragically. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was like, I was in the movie, I remember the first time, I vividly remember the first time seeing Boys in the Hood and I'm, I'm absolutely positively just bawling. It's like one of those movies that broke you down. It's funny because even back in the day, I was doing my journalism thing and I remember we had a like, advanced screening of Boys in the Hood which is like nuts to think that they were doing that thing back then and I remember we saw such an early cut of Boys in the Hood that a lot of us were mad because at the end it tells you what happens to each character and so Brandy played by Nia Long you know it says she's going off to Spelman College and I remember the graphic said she's going to Spelman and John Singleton misspelled Spelman College. Stop. He used two L's, not one. Stop. It's one L, not two. And we were like, oh, man, dude is like tripping because that's when HBCUs were all the rage because of the Cosby show, A Different World. And before it came out officially, someone caught it and they changed it. But we saw the rough cut where he misspelled Spelman College. The most original cut you can get. You yeah, saw it. Yeah, man. No, but oh, boy, no. Man. Game changer. 30-year anniversary, man. July 2nd, 1991. Man. Still can't believe Ricky passed that ACT and got shot. Sean Edwards, when we come back, you just talked about one of the most iconic films of all time. I think you got some pretty good ones. Best films, TV shows so far 2021. Let's talk about it, maybe, man. Happy maybe, half year. Happy maybe, half year. Maybe in 30 years we'll be talking about one of these shows or you know, one of these movies. We'll see. Watch this. Assume the f***ing position. Uh, put your bad self. Say it loud. Happy half year. I like that. The half year portion of the program. This is Watch This. I'm Hartzell Gray. Sean Edwards about to tell us the best of the best so far in man, the year of our Lord 2021. Fast, man, man, it's already Six halfway months in done. The books. Right? Six months in the books, man. How we looking? Oh, man, you know, the year's been good so far. You know, podcast was born. Here we are. Watching everything. So let's talk about the best so far, 2021. You want to do movies, TV, songs, or albums? I mean, this is you. I mean, we're still well, the bar now. Well, let's talk TV first because like, I think a lot of people are still connected. Let's do TV. A lot of people watched a lot of television during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. I think that habit has continued. So here's my top five TV shows so far in 2021. I'm going to start first with them on Amazon Prime. Pretty nice, huh? Bigger than I looked in the pictures. When I think of home, I think of a place where there's love overflowing. You couldn't imagine a nicer place to live. I wish I was home. I wish I was back there. With the things I've been knowing. This home is ours. This is how it begins with one family. They came from someplace worse. We'll have to make this place worse. What's worse than worse? Heard them folks in Compton straight up evil, man. I really like this show created by Lil Marvin. It was trippy, a really different perspective on racism in America. It was hard hitting, gut wrenching, but a, a definite must watch. 
Number four, you heard of a show called Bridgerton, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know how people went nuts and love that and show. Of people watched it. Well, this show, which is number four on my list, has actually been seen by more people than watch Bridgerton. Uh oh. Yeah, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Lupin on Netflix. I'm a janitor at the Louvre. The artwork that I clean, they're worth millions. Next Friday, a foundation will put a necklace up for auction. The necklace belongs to Marie Antoinette. We're going to steal it. Go in as janitors and come out millionaires. Any questions? While we're risking our asses, what are you doing? Who, me? I'm buying the necklace. My man Omar C. has become an international star. Like... This show's amazing. It's a great show. I watched the trailer, man. It looks like it's hot. It's a great show. You should check it out. It's a great show. He's literally an international superstar now. Number three, WandaVision on Disney+. Vision, we are an unusual couple. We don't have a song or even wedding rings. Well, we could rather do that. I do. Do you? I do. This place, I don't understand what's happening. Look, it's the star of the show. I'm sorry? Wanda. Wanda. Can you read me? And they lived happily ever after. Wanda. The Marvel series are so much better than the Marvel movies. I think they work better episodically because I think as episodes, they play more like a comic book than like a movie because it's hard to cram in a lot of stuff in a couple of hours. That's a really good point. Whereas yeah, yeah. episodically, yeah. you just get to like just dig and dive deeper and, and WandaVision was like, it was so creative and so different. I was just blown away by everything they did. That comic book take, I like that. Yeah, it is. I mean, it feels I think like it plays that. You're better, right. It plays better as a series of episodes. Alright, number two, The Godfather of Harlem on Epics. So much has changed in Harlem since you've been gone. I just know you'll get right back into the swing of things. You're already back into the swing of things. This is Bumpy Johnson. He's a legend. He took on Dutch Schultz back in the day. I'm putting things back the way they were. Times have changed. I haven't. Been a long time, Johnson. Welcome back. Just because you come from Sugar Hill, don't think you can blame me. I heard you got out, brother. What is it you want from me, Mom? I got something I want you to see. More heroin comes out of these Project Towers than any other place in Harlem. Wouldn't like this when I went away. Shutting down drug corners is the nation's cause. I got guns. I got soldiers. Forrest Whitaker plays Bumpy Johnson late in his life. Generally, the starting point's around 1963, and he's recently been released from prison. He did a few years in Alcatraz. Returns back home, beloved Harlem. He doesn't know anything else in life but to be that man. He's got to pick up the pieces and start slanging and banging again. But he's also a little more civic-minded, 
and politically savvy. Giancarlo, in my opinion, the greatest character actor working right now, plays Adam Clayton Powell Jr. He's in this show famous too. Famous politician, oh, yeah, in New York. Okay, I gotta watch this and like tonight. He Immediately. He kills it. You know, because Bumpy Johnson was real good friends with Malcolm X. I mean, it's got a really cool political edge to it. It's a savvy show. Great writing. Looks great. Where's that at again? Epics. It's a. It's just a wonderful show. Uh, but my favorite show, number one on the list, Snowfall on FX. Here we are, killing ourselves. The progress that we've made. Keep these drugs away, and our government is just bringing them in. I got the blue. My fellow Americans. Dear sister. My way. Sun's the largest distributor of rock cocaine in the world. I told myself the money was worth it, but now you gotta draw a line somewhere. Any minute now. You ready? Uh-huh. You've been wrong at every turn. All I'm talking about taking a few lives to save men. Give me some reason to believe that we can actually make it out of this intact. Damsome Idris is that dude everyone should be on the lookout for. Okay. Keep an eye on him. His future's bright. He's the next Denzel. He's the next Wesley Snipes. He's the next Will Smith. He's the next everything. He kills it in this. This is a great show created by John Singleton. And that's what I love about all your your, your lists. A lot of new names. Yeah. A lot of new faces. This dude's amazing. Snowfall is great. It deals with the crack epidemic in South Central Los Angeles in the late 80s and how the FBI flooded the streets of all these urban cities with crack cocaine. It's uh, it's really interesting. It's well thought out. It's a great watch. They're up to season number four. It's worth starting from the beginning. So that's the best in TV. When we come back, we got some folks that Sean talked to. Some interviews with some like famous folks, yeah? Famous. That's what we do on Watch This. I'd like to give a big round of applause to my band, Sexual Chocolate. All right, Sean, let's talk about this uh, Tomorrow War. Yeah. Well, they say kids never come by unless they need something. Dad, I need your help. I'll get my coat. 30 years in the future, we are fighting a war. Our enemy is not human, and we are losing. We need you to fight. I will be back. I love you, Chickpea. Seven days from now, when you're sent into that war, you won't be fighting for your country. You'll be fighting for the world. Is it all right? Yeah. Going to war. Stop talking. Listen. Sorry, I, I mean, when I'm nervous, I talk. I'm like 90, 97 on the nervous scale. Is this any good? It's okay. It's a little trippy. I like Chris Pratt. I mean, whenever you're jumping into the future and jumping back to the present, it gets a little wonky, but it works, though. It's a visual spectacle. And, um, you know, Chris Pratt, he's been in big movies before. He's trying to do his best Will Smith imitation from Independence <laughs> Day. He doesn't quite succeed, but he's watchable. It's a very entertaining movie. It's, it, you know, it's on Amazon Prime, so you have nothing to lose. You don't have to get off your couch. You don't have to get in your car. You don't have to drive anywhere. You don't have to pay for overpriced popcorn and candy and soda. So, yeah, it's worth the watch. And you talk to my guy, 
Chris, Chris Pratt. Pratt. What's he like? It's just a homie, man. He's like the dude you play like amateur league softball with. That's the vibe. Sean Edwards with Chris Pratt. Watch this. Don, how are Hi. you, man? Good to see you. What's up? I'm glad you're together. Look, normalcy oh, is happening nice. before my very eyes. Yes. <laughs> what a movie to come back on. I got to say, Chris, Chris, Super Pratt, Yvonne, um, this movie's crazy, man. You guys are actually out there doing what like Tom Cruise and Arnold Schwarzenegger used to do back in the day. That's how big this movie is. This is this is a big cinematic extravaganza. We're going to do ladies first, Chris. I'm sorry, man. That's just the rule. So Yvonne. For the people, quickly break down the concept. What can they expect to see? This is a huge, big action alien movie. I mean, I think this really delivers, uh, you know, on all the things that you want in a big action alien movie. But I think there's some unexpected elements here, like a real strong emotional kind of bit of a tearjerker moment here and there, uh, you know, and some some lovely ties to what we've all been through coming out of a pandemic and just seeing the light at the end of the tunnel and and some nice little parallels. Oh, that's such a nice breakdown. Now, Chris, you've been in big movies before, but you ain't never did nothing like this before. Right. Talk about it. <laughs> this was I love this. This was crazy, man. Yeah, it is. It is crazy. It's it's essentially, you know, takes place in both 2021 and 2051, where we're fighting against a a, a brutal alien force. And uh, for the fate of mankind rests on the ability for scientists to take soldiers from the past, a.k.a. 2021, and bring them forward to fight in the future. But the 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 group that goes forward is kind of a ragtag squad of 30 year olds and above due to uh, the rules of time travel in the world that we've created. So you got like chefs and accountants and people that should not be in the front lines of battle, just basically getting smoked by aliens. And so it's a lot of fun. It's uh, exciting. And uh, yeah, it's really unlike anything I've ever been able to do before. So I I'm thrilled for people to see it. Well, you got regular people getting taken out by aliens because in the movie, they're bringing back the draft. Uh, how crazy is that, Yvonne? Because they're bringing back the what, sorry? The draft. The draft. People are getting oh. drafted. I know, yeah, which I think is super scary. I mean, it's one of the things when, as an audience member, when I'm sitting there watching it, you're thinking, my God, what, what would I do if I actually had to do this? You know, it's 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 a very That's powerful it. kind of element That's of it. the film. Thanks for making my summer just a little bit hotter. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> the Tomorrow War. I will check this out. Amazon Prime. I actually like Chris. He's a cool dude. I feel like I, I did a disservice, man. The disrespect to not lead, <laughs> but Lawrence Fishburne, oh, I'm man, sorry. It's, it's Morpheus. Like, Lawrence is a legend. Here's In a every definition of the word, legend. That's it, what he is. Dude was in Apocalypse Now when he was a teenager. He was also Cowboy Curtis on the Pee Wee Herman show. He had the Jerry Curl and the cowboy hat. That dude was Cowboy Curtis. That's his range. But he's also in Spike Lee's School Days, which I was also in. We hung out on set together. Wait, That's wait, my wait, what? Yeah, yeah. I was in school, literally in school days. I took a quick break to take us something to eat. Literally, literally. Dropping news. Literally in school days in multiple scenes. That's my claim to fame, man. Now, what is he working on now? He's got a new movie out called The Ice Road with Liam Neeson. He's good in it. He still needs his damn Oscar. He doesn't have an Oscar, does he? How the hell did he not win for playing Ike Turner and what's love got to do with it? Like, true story, he told me one time I was talking to him, and he really dialed in for that role. You know, he's playing Ike Turner, who was a womanizer, wife beater. And he was doing his thing. He's great in the movie. But he was like, after each take, he was like, he was so good that nobody else on set, including the cast, would talk to him. Oh. They were all mad at him because oh. he channeled Ike like to the fullest. Like he got in that character. And he was like, every day on set, people were like, he hates you. 
We don't like you. We're not talking to you. They actually thought he was Ike. Eat the cake anime. Like Ike Turner was Ike Turner was a brilliant musician, but man, he was a hell of a dude. But Lawrence Lawrence and Angela Bassett should have won Oscars for that. Now this movie's pretty solid. The Ice Road, not bad. It's okay. It's on Netflix. It's Liam Neeson doing what he does. He's the old dude that saves the day. That's his lane. And he's accepted that. Sean Edwards and Lawrence Fishburne. Watch this. How you doing, Mr. Fishburne? Hey, Sean. How are you? Man, I'm, I'm doing well, man. I-, I love seeing you out here, Road Warrior style. Thank you. <laughs> Driving that 18-wheeler, man. That was yeah. fun. Was it fun? What made it, it so was. fun? What made yeah, it so you know, fun? I never really drove a rig like that, you know? I mean, I-, I love to drive. I like to be on the road. I like the freedom of the road. Um, not unlike the characters in the movie. Um <laughs> And you know, it's like it's like a rolling apartment. It's like you rolling and you got your crib with you. So it's it's kind of cool. It is cool. It's cool. How much actual driving did they let you do? Because I mean, you're a famous movie star, man. Insurance uh, sometimes gets in the way. And for those purposes, we're not allowed to say how much driving they let me do. <laughs> I feel you. I love it. I love it. That I love that. So is there is there is there anything left on your cinematic bucket list? Is there still a genre out here you want to do? Anything out here you still want to conquer that you haven't done yet? Wow, um, that's a good question. I, I don't really think in terms of bucket lists and stuff, because I'm very, very happy with everything that I've been blessed to do. Um, the one genre I haven't really done that that I there's there's a part of me that would like to do is is the western. There's another part of me that knows that that's going to be very challenging for me because I'm allergic to horses. So oh, you still you can you can still hang in the old west and not ride a horse. There's things I, yeah, I might I might be able to. So that you know, I'm like I'd love to do one, and at the same time, I know that there's you know there's going to be a big challenge for me. Yeah, the thing I love about this movie you're currently in though, The Ice Road, is that you know both you and Liam Neeson are very mature gentlemen. I, mm-hmm. I love watching men of a certain age still be able to do that thing how's that feel it felt great i mean liam's you know he's like he's the he's the man we all want to be right in movies right um at whatever age you know uh and so i he's someone that i've admired for years i've known him for years and the opportunity came to work with him so i jumped at it i was like absolutely got to do this just because he's in it. Watching the two of you work together, uh, not only did you have chemistry, but it just reminds me of uh, how much both of you have done on screen. And mm-hmm. I like when like two people come together. It's, it's the perfect collaboration. Oh, thank you, man. Thank you. I'm so glad you enjoyed it. Sean Edwards, my man. We didn't do our cheers today. No, we what are we there doing? We go. We get it in. We there we in. go. Mm. That's for boys in the hood, baby. 30 years old. 30 years to boys in the hood. That means I'm going to be 30 soon. I ain't ready. Oh, man, do it. I, I got that Peter Pan complex, man. I don't, don't want to grow up. It gets better when you get older. That's though. what I hear. Age is like a fine wine. Age is like a good movie. Well, you can date more women. It gives you more range on either yep. side. That's a real good point, Sean. It gives you more range, man. What we got in the show next week? Black Widow, baby. Marvel. Oh, we do back. It. Finally. Let's go. Marvel is back. Yo, can I uh, can I ride some coattails and go to that premiere? Let's do it. Let's go to that screening, yeah? Can't wait. Marvel's back, man. I didn't tell you. Thank you for last week. Fast 9 was amazing, man. That was such a good time. All fun that ride. folks. It's a fun ride. It was a fun, fun ride. ride. Made a lot of money. It was nice to see like a, pack, was out. a packed people house was out. in Kansas yeah, City. People was out. Watching a flick. You know, I feel like that's happening everywhere right now. I yeah. want to believe that it's happening. Everybody's doing it the right way, getting their shots. It felt good. Get your shots and go do that thing. Y'all go see some flicks. Go watch a movie. Go Please. See Please get your nine. shot, man. That Delta variant is creeping up. Delta like, is no like joke. Jason. Creeping up on you like <laughs> got Jason. Got that machete baby. in his hand, man. baby. Get your shot. Because you got people actually out there talking about they don't want to get the vaccine, but then they known for snorting cocaine. 
I'm like, okay. People don't want to get the vaccine, but they've been on birth control for 20 years. Really? And I'm sorry, like, I don't want to hear the Tuskegee. No, no. I don't want to hear that no, anymore. I don't no, want to hear that, that excuse no, anymore. Exactly. Go get that shot, and then you we go back to the movies. You have people who drink every day talking about, I'm not going to get the vaccine. But you put alcohol in your body every time. You'll wake up. We lost like, irony in 2020, I'm like, what is going irony on? Irony is dead, man. What's going up? Man, I want my update. Give me that system reboot. I'll take, a, I'll take a I chip. A, I wanna, I'll take everything. a shot. Yeah, yeah. Man, I volunteer like, tribute. It's just like people talking about they, they fighting against privacy concerns, but they got an iPhone <laughs> <laughs> while using a credit card at Target. <laughs> <laughs> Dummies. I told you, Sean. Irony is dead. My name's Hartzell. That's Sean Edwards. I don't I don't like the government knowing all my having all my information. He says in a tweet while on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> while pulling out money out the ATM. Sean Edwards, man. I'll see you next week, brother. Alright, man. Watch good. this. Peace.